Grammy goes to. didn't believe it, but I'm, <laughs> I'm so grateful to be up here. Shout out to her for wearing these glasses in the dark, girl. I fell like 10 times tonight, so you the goat for that. <laughs> um, I think that I wrote this project um, to deal with my own shame and unforgiveness around some of the decisions that I made in my 20s that weren't favorable. And um, thank you. But what it ended up being was a safe space for black women to tell their stories, for us to learn from each other, for us to learn from each other, laugh with each other, and not be exploited at the same time. And um, that's what I'm most grateful for. So shout out to all black women who are just living their lives and being beautiful. And I love you all. Thank you to everybody who helped me create hotels, to the producers, the additional writers, to RCA and Sony Music, to my management, my mother and father, who I love dearly. I can't wait to see my friends and family, everybody back in Philly, Philly. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan, who took home not one, but two Grammys, nominated for three categories, took home two. Jasmine was nominated for R&B Song, but took home the win for R&B Performance and R&B Album. So shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. I was hung up on her on the last episode, wasn't I? Because of that concert she had here in Philly had us laid out. Miss Billy, <laughs> hilarious. Did y'all hear it? He continues to sing. After he did that first run, that's, you know, clearly on mic and we all hear it. And that's the video that's going around, that's going viral, everyone laughing at. But he's still singing. If you listen real carefully, <laughs> as Jasmine is walking up on the stage, he is still singing like a church mother. Like, <laughs> I, I love Billy. I, I really do. Sometimes I think he does a little bit too much for me, for me. But at the same time, I, I just love all this blackness, 
all this celebration that's going on. So in case you didn't know, Jasmine Sullivan, who was 34 years old, she's um, she's had 15 nominations over her career, which has been 19 years. 15 nominations. So this is big. This is major. And you, you heard her speech. Hotels was written for the ladies, by the ladies, and for her to be acknowledged in this way. It's, it's, this is major. So I'm hung up. Congratulations, Jasmine. Hey, what's up, Hunga family? I appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Hunga Podcast, a Philly-based culture and society podcast from a Black queer perspective. My name is Eric Cole, your favorite certified life coach in Tennis Bay. <laughs> I feel like I got to start putting on, not really putting on, but just saying what the hell I do while I'm on this microphone. Because niggas have discovered that they can pick up a a microphone, say what they want to say, and broadcast it to the world. And it's not good for the environment. We can't recycle it. It's not biodegradable. It's trash. It's trash. I don't want to say the name of the podcast because I won't give you no light, no shine on this here platform. But to, um, I don't understand why y'all get mad. Y'all get mad and black people that disagree with you. It's just, it's silly. Do you want to have a conversation or you want people to just listen to what you have to say and agree? But then these platforms have tens of thousands of followers. So I, I don't know what y'all be seeing in them for real. But yes, it's me, your homie. And I'm blessed to say that I am the host and the producer of this here show wasn't always like that, I promise you. <laughs> if you're not already following and subscribe to the Hunga Podcast, be sure to do that by searching at Hunga Pod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. You can search on your favorite social media and podcast platform. And you can definitely find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Tap the bio link on the Instagram page to access the merch store and past episodes. There's also a message link. I really enjoy hearing from y'all and your thoughts on episode topics. So I did get a listener letter about the last episode, which was sorry, I have rehearsal with the amazing Grant E. Harvey, Mr. Actor and Professor. (laughs) Sam wrote in. And by the way, when y'all write in, if you want an alias, let me know. Otherwise, I'll just... Um, go by your first name so Sam wrote in good morning Eric thank you so much for lending your voice to us on the hung up pod I love it here I just wanted to share some perspective from the intro I believe Kanye is trying to manage his grief in unhealthy ways but I think our sister was reaching when she said no one around him cares about him I have many clients who do not want to seek help or use any medications because they don't believe they need them It's unfortunate, but we can lead the horse to the water and you know it has a mind of its own. Second, there are a few variables to why many of us are single. It's not just being stuck in our way, but also protecting our peace, being more self-aware and cognizant of our mental health needs. I think our parents ignored many of these concepts to keep the peace that ended up in dysfunction in many cases. 
Anywho, I wanted to contribute for the first time. I love you and I'm so grateful for your work. I'll be copying some merch soon. Peace and love to you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate you for writing in. And remember you all, if you want to contact the show, just go to the Instagram page and click contact. Or you can email the show hunguppod at gmail.com. And I really do appreciate your perspective to this conversation, Sam. And I know you're coming from a clinical angle because I can see your tag um, in your field that you work in, um, in your email, in your signature, in your email. And I think I guess this, the intro of that episode, which was a TikTok video, I'm pretty sure it was. I think she was just coming from a I'm fed up point of view. <laughs> Um, but valid, va- very valid points all the way around. Because I think it's also just, you know, th- a lot of people just have this frustration with Kanye because of the length of time that the shenanigans and the antics have been going on. And so, of course, I'm sure Kanye has people around him and, and people who are not around him who really care about him. I think it's just the length of time like this has just been going on for so long it's almost as if it appears that the people that support Kanye because they have to he needs that um, day-to-day support logistical support for all the stuff that he's you know still doing um, that we see and that we don't see there is a level of it it seems like there's a level of complacency but again I, I appreciate your perspective because Knowing what the issue is, is half the battle, but then you have to do that work to treat that issue. And that's a, that's a day you gotta, sometimes you gotta fight that beast every day and you have to really push yourself to do what's right for you on some mental health shit. I mean, even for folks who are seeking therapy or in therapy, especially our first timers, it's sometimes it's really a task and you really have to push yourself to even set the appointment, to even go look for the therapist. So valid points there. And to your second point, you're absolutely right. There are, I mean, I I think there honestly are more than a few variables. There are so many variables and it's, um, I think it's different for our, for all of us, right? You know, I think it's, it's based on our experiences, where we come from, what our foundation was at home or what it wasn't what our uh, experiences have been out here in the world, in the workplace, and the type of relationships and friendships that we've um, cultivated and and have fallen apart. So I think there's so many variables. Again, I I totally agree. Um, And I was definitely speaking from a personal perspective. Um, And it just really hit me, you know, and, and talking with a few friends, especially being in this little panty for the past few years. You're like, whoa, am I, I'm so stuck in this routine. I'm sort of on autopilot and I've created a safe space for myself as a single individual. Um, so that way I can be healthy and, and as productive and as healthy as I can be day to day. And again, for some people, that's a struggle and you really have to push yourself not everyone is struggling some people are actually doing well 
especially like kudos to the people who have done the work who have come from a certain particular place that wasn't good for them and now they are in a much better place you know what i mean i think we can i can say that for myself as well you know i'm definitely in a much better place than where, where i was do i want to get better is there more work to do absolutely but shout out and kudos to the people who are just like hey i'm good i'm just like sam said protecting my peace i'm being more self-aware and cognizant of my mental health needs i think that's amazing thank you sam i, I really appreciate this letter you all are really dope i'm hung up the hung up podcast song of the week is no snack by la vida loca fuck a snack i'm the whole damn platter whipping in the pan making dough no batter <laughs> this is my shit, y'all. Fuck a snack, I'm the whole damn platter. Whipping in the pan, making dough, no batter. They hating on me, but them rats, they don't matter. When they see me in my bitches' life, oh, them all scatter. It's all chatter. But wanna watch what I do, man. All my haters come and all gather. I'm pissing off holes, cars stay pissing on them holes. Oh no, poor bladder, I mean. They hate to see a bitch up in magazines. Hating that their favorite rapper be a fan of me. They hating that them bitches couldn't never hang with me. I ain't paying no attention to her, hasn't been. So move, get out my way. While them bitches watching, I'm still getting paid. Send him to country and give him a wage. And as always, you already know the song of the week will be in the Instagram bio link. So tap that link and so you can listen to the full track. Let's get into this week's episode, which features recording artist Boz. Boz is representing New York City to the fullest. <laughs> and y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. Boz dials in with the Hunger Podcast to talk about his newest single, Forever Trade, and how getting trolled gave the song more notoriety. Boz also gives us a sneak peek into what's coming up for him, including a live Philly performance. Enjoy, y'all. Welcome to the Hunger Pod. Welcome to the Hunger Podcast. Hey, what's going on, E? Thank you for having me, man. Boz is in yes. the house. I am hung up. 
<laughs> ain't the only one either, but you know, we're gonna get into some things tonight, all right? For sure, for sure. Some things, some yes. things. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yes, sir. I'm here, man. I, I'm, I, you know, this was long overdue. I, I was trolling IG and I found you, and you know, it only made sense for us to connect and do this tonight, you know. It really did. I'm excited for you and your body mm -hmm. of work and all the things that you have going Thank on you. and coming up. So, again, welcome to the Hung Up Podcast. Please introduce yourself and let the people know where they can find you hey, on social hey, media. Okay, Hung Up Podcast. My name is Boss. Like he said, a.k.a. I am Boss. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And you can follow me on my IG page at I am Boss. That's with a zero, not with an O. And you can follow my music on all the platforms. It's all out there. And you can't miss it. My YouTube page, Boss Universe. And, you know, you mentioned rapper, artist, though, but I am working on the book, too, and we'll get into that as well. So I might have put author up in that title as well, too. So we're going to see what's up. Hey, author, mm -hmm. go ahead and just add on to the resume. Yeah, why not? You know, life is too short, you know? <laughs> Which kind of makes sense. I mean, I kind of think of, like, artists, um, mm -hmm. be it, you know, rappers or um, R&B singers, what have you, like, everybody, you, you, you're, you're literally writing I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Now you know what it is. Now, no, e, you know some 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 musicians don't don't author their own material though. But by oh, author everything, I, I I pin everything that I do. You hear me on it's official. Whether, it's official. Whether you, you mess heard it with here it or on not, the Hunger Podcast, y'all. <laughs> okay. So let's get that straight real quickly, for sure, for sure, though. E. But yeah, we are here, man. Let's get into some things, man. What's up? What you got for me? Let's get into some things. And I did make note. You said Boz with a zero, not a not a O. So mm -hmm. make sure y'all y'all pick that up. And as always, listeners, you know, I will put the guest contact information in the podcast notes and on social media, so you will absolutely know where to find Boz. Yes, sir. Buzz, I finally got you here. I just want to first, you know, ask you, how, how are you? What are you hung up on this week? Oh, well, what, you know what, e, I was waiting for this question today, you know, because um, I know this would typically ask your guess or whatever. And what Buzz is hung up on this week, I would say even just this day. In fact, before this interview, I told my team that I was doing a mental unplug from social media, from hearing about what's going on, videos, whatever. I just want to need me a day to unplug, okay? Because we all, we all need that, right? Hell yeah. So, right, okay, bet. So now, make sure you're still <laughs> with me though now. Okay, Absolutely, so I'm with now, you. Okay, so here we go. So in my city, lo and behold, how the universe had it where this massive... Twitter, IG, um, I, I guess I call him a influencer, influencer, whatever may have you, is in my city. He's in my city. I happen to bump into him at a at a bar, whatever may have you. He's there tipping the strippers. I'm there as well. We kind of glanced each other, whatever. I knew him. I was a groupie of him because based off of Twitter and Twitter adult time, I knew exactly who the fuck he was. Okay? Now, he didn't know me 
until he looked over again, like, yo, you so-and-so? I said, yeah, I'm so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And we just connected right there. How that I am hung, hung up on him is that after we met and we found out who we were or whatever may have you, it turned into just regular dudes chilling at the bar, tipping, having a good old time. He mentioned, yo, after three drinks, I'm coming back with you home, boss. He, I ain't paying no mind. Mm. I ain't paying no mind, okay? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I already know what he gives and how he laid it down on Twitter. He's that kind of Twitter person, okay? I already yes. see what's going on. Yes, okay? I follow those type of Twitter people. I know exactly what type. I, I, yes, I'm following. Yes. You following me, right? I'm okay, vet. So now, <laughs> the second time he goes, yo, I'm going home with Boss tonight. To you? I like he says this, this to you? To, this to me, right? And now mm. I'm my drink. Mm -hmm. and, and mind you, I ain't going to hold y'all. I'm a little groupie of his pages. And his page. I said, you know what, bro? <laughs> I, I'm a little groupie. And he goes, we all got, yes, we, listen. <clears throat> we, we, I get it. Just, just being real. So he goes, I was like, you know what, man? So I looked at him and I was like, you know what, man? We not fucking. If you come through, we not fucking because right now, boss is on a three, four month ban of no fucking because right now fucking sometimes could just make things cloudy and weird so mm -hmm. I want clarity as I'm beginning to experience people again you know and date mm -hmm. or whatever talk even if it's just for that moment E that dude looked at me right mm -hmm. and was like okay boss I respect that though but that don't mean I can't eat your ass out still holy shit <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I laugh. <laughs> I laugh, E. A nigga's going to try. A nigga's <clears throat> going to try. Nigga's going to try. And before you know it, <laughs> that motherfucker was in, he was in my whip headed home with me that night, okay? Eating that ass. <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> 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 before, Yo, the ass eating, before the ass eating, no E, he came, came got in my crib. He powered down. Sam's getting out of my damn room now. He powered down his cell phones. I powered my cell phones, and we just had a good time being just real people. Yes. No platforms, no nothing. You know. What did Erica Badu say? I make you turn your cell phone off. Okay, and he turned off both cell phones. I turned off both my cell phones, oh. and I said, "Yo, I don't gotta do nothing tomorrow besides a podcast interview with my man." Hung up podcast. E Eric. He like yo bet. Hello. He like well I'm gonna do shit either until seven to seven p.m. E that dude and I was watching Corella, Corella, Hulu, all kind of shit, and we just laid up in the bed, like on some cupcake shit, just for the moment, just for the yeah, experience, and we yeah. had like, a great time. So just I am hung up on that motherfucker. Yeah, it's just to be laid up with a nigga, chilling. laid up, chilling, and. Let me tell y'all something real quickly. You know what I'm saying? You would never think that somebody you met that's had this big old platform or whatever may have you, E. I'm going to take a little more deeper right now, E. Hear me Please out. take us. We, we with you. Okay, here we go. We just like regular people, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and of course, everyone say, of course, of course, though. But there are people out here with still broken pieces in them from situationships. And he shared with me 
some pieces of him that's why he's broken or he's going through a repair of being you know replaced back together again because of situations that he's been through and i was like you know outside looking in on his platforms you would think everything was all fucking pictures and cream and lovely and daisies and shit so i i said you know what bro I feel you with that. We all go through our little broken moments and we got to rebuild our our whole, you know, uh, heart back together of being hurt and shit, though. But it's okay, but don't stay in that space because if you stay in that space, you could kind of like blocking out what the universe has for you that's yes. going to, you know, be better, way, way better than that bullshit you've been through, you know? I love this, Boz. You, yeah, man. first of all, you had set a boundary. Yeah, I did. And then you made a compromise on that boundary, okay? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we can compromise on things. So you mm-hmm. the niggas and came home with your H ass. You were able to vibe <sighs> with each other and enjoy each other's energy. Yes. Laid That's up just... watching Cruella. You know what that movie was actually all right. It was all right. It, it was, was all right. And <laughs> let me tell you though, and, and, and listen, I have my and speaking upon, you know, at being getting my buddy. I have my top three ass eaters, but eaters in my in my gay existence. But this motherfucker is in a category by his damn self. Ooh, was it twisted like my that? Six, yes, he twisted my six foot three ass up like a fucking pretzel from the fucking uh, hot dog man on the corner and shit. Yes, he did. You better be six foot three. Six foot three, and mind you. You know, I kept my cool. I didn't. I didn't cross the line. That's so what we did. Was that a you know, little bit of uh, I call it third base action? <laughs> yeah. Well, Boz, how how tall was he? I'm just curious. Look, we trying to. Pay, I'm trying to paint a picture for the people. <laughs> Let's paint the picture and figure out who influence is this. Uh, six oh, foot oh, oh no, I'm not trying to expose who it is. Okay, I'm yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to. Um, <laughs> You know, give a visual for the for the for the evening okay. that you had. So <laughs> put it like this, y'all. I'm six foot three. He about six foot two. Like Ooh. he's chiseled and shit or whatever may have you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, behind the scenes, not too sure if I said this, but the motherfucker is a sweetheart. I mean, he's like a gentleman and all that kind of shit like that. And when I was about to start moving with my day. And not sticking to my and not sticking to my word of being unplugging, he like, uh-uh. Lay back in this bed right now. Get back in this bed. So let me ask you this, Boz. Do you feel What's like up? obviously, you know, Talk you were you. both there for each other in a moment. You both needed something in a moment. Will there be will there be another moment? Or do you think that mm. this is, you know? Because these things happen. You know what I mean? You know what, E? Guess what I'm learning? And I'm not too sure if you can relate to this shit too, though, but sometimes it's about enjoying that moment, that space, that universal, like, way of putting you guys together just for that time. Understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, Everything doesn't you, have to turn into a situation. Yes, but mind you, though, he's in town till Monday. So, you so y'all getting back? To, what you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> listen, when we got up today, we got up around five o'clock. Finally, out the bed, 
you know, um, I gave him a little facial and all kind of shit. And he was like, yo, you got mad fucking facial products and shit. I see why your skin be sitting because you got all this shit up in here. Like, you do I mean, can you help me out real skin. quick? Thank you so much. Dude. You are amazing. You are, you're, you're, you're very handsome. You really are. Thank you so much. And you know what? You know what? Listen now, Mr. Hunger Podcast, you know, you're easier than your damn self. Okay. Hold up now. But um, <laughs> I'm keeping it a thousand. But dude was so like, he said, I never seen so many fucking products in the goddamn bathroom like this. <laughs> so I gave him a little facial and, um, you know, real facial, not the other kind of facial though, but you know, that's what I got. But you <laughs> love it. Love it. I was going to ask when you said facial, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> what kind of facial though? But what kind yo, of facial? Oh, but no. E, um, back to your question. I'm sorry though. I don't want to get sidestepped. Is that I'm seeing him again tonight. Oh. And I'm going to see him again tonight. I saw him, like, I'm doing an interview with, with, with um, you know, with my man E, with the Hung Up Podcast. Hey. And he's in town with, for, for actually his family's in town here, but he's going to be uptown with some of his peoples at a bar. But want me to meet him after that. So I'm going to meet him. Oh, this is like perfect timing. See, that's why your ass was sleep with a bonnet when I was when I texted you at nine o'clock. <laughs> okay, with the purple bonnet. With the bonnet on, you was getting ready for the night out with your <laughs> men, with your nigga. I love. You know what? I love this. Oh, and, uh, and, and again, you know, it's so funny because I said, "Do you know my work?" And no lie, he said, "He said I follow you on IG," and I was like, "Oh, okay." And just for shits and giggles, I asked him to tell me what's a song of mine. And he went off with, he went totally left. Like, I, I wouldn't even expect a dude to even call out a song like that, that he knew of mine. He called out two of them, like two records that was, that's not on my page, but on my YouTube page. Mm. That's when I said, okay, he's on to the boss wave. Yeah, listen, in Hunger Podcast, we're on to the boss wave too because mm-hmm. I absolutely checked out your YouTube and I can't mm-hmm. wait to talk to you about one of my favorite tracks and get you to tell mm-hmm. us the meaning behind it. Oh, okay. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and dip into a little icebreaker so we can have some fun with you. Let's do it. Mm. Icebreaker. Love it. <laughs> You know what? And and I wanted to, <laughs> before we start our icebreaker, I wanted to confirm just so that people know who are listening. You're representing New York, right? Brooklyn, yes, sir. Born Brooklyn, and raised. Brooklyn, Brooklyn in the house. Without yes. a doubt, E. Without yes. a doubt, man. Shout out to Brooklyn. You know, some some, some great MCs came out of Brooklyn, you know, Big Kim, yes. Foxy. Uh, uh, who else out of Brooklyn? Um, Talib Kweli, you know, so it, but you know, there hasn't been a great LGBTQIA artist out of Brooklyn, but now you do have one. So here so I you am. Representing that is amazing, and I here love I that am. you're here. Yes, I'm so hung up. So, first icebreaker question. Oh shit! Here we go. Here we go. All right. Let me get my dick on this one. Here we go. Okay, I'm Here ready. Here we go. Yes, yes. Hold on to your dick. Okay. <laughs> they not, right? not. Honestly, I'm just talking shit. Okay. Yeah. If you could work with any 
artist, dead or alive, for your very for your upcoming project, who would it be and why? That's a good one, E. Yeah, I'd be just one. No, go for it. If you got a couple or if it's a group. However you want to answer that question. Uh, okay. Uh, I would definitely, this is kind of like probably left, but why not? I would like to work with Jadakiss from Yonkers, you know, the rap legend himself. I definitely him on a record of mine. I think he's dope. A legend out here in them streets. He's a goat to me. And his words, how he rap his wording and shit is just like no other. Yeah. I would I like yes. his sound. His sound is the very like on his voice. Yes, yeah. it's unique, you know, and you know it's him. I would definitely like to work with uh if I if shit if I had a budget for or whatever, or just make it pop, Big Frida. Yeah. <laughs> you already know. Yeah, well, you know, shoot, that's you right. Already know. You already know. Right. Big Frida definitely. Shout uh the New Orleans. Yes. New Orleans. Her energy was dope. Hell, I, I, I ain't going to hold you. I'm, I be trying to beg her for shit now in the DMs and shit like that. She be laughing at me or whatever, though. But um, I Just can see her going. on yes, Keep on keep going. going. Yes. But I see her on the remix for Jumba Juice, possibly. Stop playing. Okay. Okay. That's my know. record. I like that one. Jamba Juice. and I, <laughs> Yeah. It's yeah. a timeless piece, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's my shit. Don't 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 put Big Frida on it, yo. We're gonna okay. go crazy up in here. I'm telling you, if Big Frida just get the green light on that shit, it's gonna we're gonna go up and it's gonna be stuck. Um can't believe Denise Jones, mother. I like to work with her. I, I, I want the rapping Kim. I don't want the singing auto-tune Kim. But I think mother for sure, you know, she's a goat to me. She's everything. She is um she's one of my um inspirations when I first started rapping. And big as well for sure. So Yes. And then last but not least, of course, you know who would not who would not want Robert Bucket, you know, the Queen Nikki. So definitely. But yeah, yeah those, those are my those are my picks for sure to work with. Dead or alive, yeah. Nikki is very talented. I mean the the girl, I mean, writes the versatility. Down. The versatility so impressive. Uh, yeah. The rap yeah, she is a raptress to me. The versatility yeah. The rap twist in her, um, the wordplay, it's just everything. So I would definitely like to exchange some bars with her for sure. <clears throat> for sure, for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. So hold on. I'm going to ask you a question too. May I ask you a question? Absolutely, Boz. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. So what would be your dream? Hold on, hold on. What would be your dream slash like your if you had to pick a, a celebrity right now, just one, who would you want to interview? Ooh, Reggie Yates. Mm. That's familiar. Yeah, you know, he, I bring him up whenever someone asks me. A few people have come on the show and asked me, like, who's a celebrity crush? Um, and I, I bring him up. Not everybody knows him, but you, you should Google him when you get a chance. He's, just I, I'm just I've always just had just the biggest crush on him. He's like the prototype. Um, I love that man. He's he's actually like a British actor, 
Um, he has he does a little DJing too, but he does a lot of like um, documentaries and. And he does a lot of stuff overseas and going, you know, going in different places around the world. And um, I'm a nerd like that. <laughs> That's all right. That's right. You know, and there will be a little nerd. So okay. And he's so fine doing it. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Reggie Yates. And just also, you know, he has a journalist background. So I would I would would definitely like to. Um, interview him. I think that would be really cool. I tell you what, though, E, and, I, and I, I'm so sincerious when I mean this. I love this word, that word, because I, I made it up. Sincerious. It got the word serious and sincerely in there. It's for a hybrid called sincerious. But I just love your voice. is just so soothing, and it just, you know, make you want to just lay up in the bed and just converse with you about any and everything up under the sun. You got the stars. <laughs> I got the sun and the moon going to be our foreshadow for what we got to speak about. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're giving me right there. For sure. For sure. Thank you, Boz. I really not, appreciate that. Not even on no, you know, trying to kick it to you. And I don't like that. Just, 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 hung, <laughs> just on a professional. That's on some real G shit right now. Thank you. My voice is my gift. And yes, it truly is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but you, see, you know, just like you and just like so many other people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. But yeah, so but those but those are my picks right there. Um, I okay. think we touched on the hung up of who I am hung up on this week. I am hung up on that, I guess that influencer, Twitter influencer. He's Twitter and IG influencer. On Twitter, he's massive. On IG, he's decent, but Twitter is his world. So um, but yeah, I can't wait to see him again tonight. So uh we'll see what's up. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to need a follow-up on this date later tonight. I'm just saying. You're going to have to dial in and just give us a quick little update. You know what and I'm I, saying? I, and I may have to, because I'll share one more thing with you guys. And maybe he's mm-hmm. talking his little shit, though. But I'll share one more thing, and I'm going to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he want to he move from content that he creates on Twitter so much, being so saturated, to now just doing maybe solo content because... He realized now that he wants to look for a husband, and when he when I heard him say that shit, I was like, "Hold up, now don't don't you play no games, my niggas. Stop the shit, stop it, because that H word you don't hear too many black gay men saying that word." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, in all fairness, someone meeting you would have to know what you do." And they may want to respect that, but I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to pivot a different way of still doing what you love to do for your hustle, but do it in a way of now it's going to be solos or with your husband or you're trying to get there. But he wants a husband. And I thought that was just so dope of him to be that transparent to talk about he wants a husband because many of us don't want to say that word. But I don't mind saying that word my damn self. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's gonna, it, it has to be more than just the, the dating apps being so saturated, so easy accessible. E, you gotta wanna want something. When them lights come on at the club, and you're 50 years old by yourself and I'm goddamn pulling crazy. Mm. No, the lights come on eventually in the club. They come on, yeah. and when they come on, I wanna be either 
out. Oh, Ashley's like, oh, you know what? It's time for us to get home now, baby. Let's get home. Well, matter of fact, we in the bed. We're not even seeing the lights come on. The lights come on in the club eventually. And take that how you want to take that for. Listeners, the light's going to come on eventually. One time I was in the club. The lights came on. I saw niggas there like, what the fuck y'all doing here? Like, look like grandpas. You know, I know some of the girls will cackle and kiki about it and, and make a joke about it. But it's it's kind of sad. When you think about so many, and I've talked to, you know, personally, I've talked to so many older, gay, uh, queer, same gender loving black men who are alone and, and they've experienced a life of love loss because they couldn't or they felt like they couldn't step out and be themselves. And they're alone now. And or it's afraid sad. to settle down, e. Or afraid to settle down too, or they yeah. want to settle down. Yep, yep. Afraid to live their truth. <sighs> yeah. That's you know what that part too, and you know it's going to be a different kind of show. We go go, go too deep into this, right? But, because this is supposed to be the icebreaker, and you got me over here really in deep thought right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry though, but nah, you good. <laughs> even that too, because I mean, Boss has some weird fucking. Love in my life. Oh man, my bad. That, 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 that goes into the book now. But some weird situationships, some weird shit where I'm like, why the fuck did you even allow that to happen to you, B? Like, you know better than that bullshit. Don't be a doormat for someone. Don't allow someone to make you a doormat. You be a doormat only if you want to be a doormat. Not because someone tried to manipulate you to be a doormat, my nigga. You know better than that, boss. But with that being said, though, again, full circle. When I heard this black man, handsome, sexy, dick the size of a fucking mm, a police yeah. baton. Please. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. oh God. Talking about he want to settle down as to bounce a quarter off of. I'm just like, you want to settle down? He's like, yeah, I want to settle down, man. I want a husband, my nigga. I was shook. I've Listen, had dudes. We, we're we're here that. for you. We're cheering for you. <laughs> like I, I, now, I, I'm not saying don't be boss because boss is a hot ass mess. Boss is a fucking Taurus. You know, I you know, I, okay, like I, this got to be a certain kind of way for me. But at least it's it's going to take a special individual to grasp all this greatness to grasp all these different levels of boss you got boss you got elijah so you have to be able to be comfortable and solid in your own foundation to come over here and play with mine play with me or i know that's right boss boss what's your what's your sign i'm a taurus may 19th you didn't say that you just said that i'm a taurus that's all good because we talking and getting involved with the shit now taurus may 19th same day as malcolm x same sign as my brother chris brown my sister Lizzo, like, you know, there's some great people. We love attention. Look at Lizzo ass. She be, she be doing this shit for attention half the time. I love <laughs> Lizzo. I'm like, such I a fan. <laughs> That's my workout grill in my head. You know what I'm saying? She got me through my last situation shit, bullshit breakup. She got me through it. Just touch me. I do my head dance. Girls, my dance. Good as hell. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, one okay, more icebreaker question. Listen, you know, we're gonna go way left, but let's just kind of bring it back. I'm sorry. I got sorry. you. I got you. This is this is good stuff. One more icebreaker question. 
Okay, let's do it, baby. Tell us one mm-hmm. thing about you that we don't know. Or not just that we don't know, but that the average oh, person doesn't know about you. Okay. Low key. Well, since we was on the subject anyway a little bit though, but um I was gonna go there though, but I'm gonna go here instead though. I'm a hopeless romantic on the low. I talk tough, you know, when it comes to the love department with these niggas or individuals or these men or these men who spell their name as men, but they're nothing but grown boys. Um, I'm a hopeless romantic, you know. Uh, I'm soft and pink a lot of times, meaning that I know when to say, okay, you know, you got it. You got it, you know. Sometimes I don't say that enough and that could come off as me uh, acting as if I'm trying to run with the relationship and being one-sided though, but I'm far from that, you know? I'm far from that. Uh, I like to cater to my individuals. And more importantly, I'm just, in my head, I'm just the regular motherfucking Joe who every now and then like to sit home throw some tracks on and create and let the universe know how I'm feeling at that time with what I create. That's it. That's how you come to me. I'm still saying what's up. Matter of fact, I'm moving a little differently now. People begin to know who I am now a little bit. Thanks to Jason Lee and Hollywood Unlocked. Jason Lee, what's up? Um, but I, I'm just regular Joe. For real, for real, I am. That's so were, I like you, were you featured? Oh, my, let's go there. Yeah, let's go. Um, I was featured on Hollywood Unlocked and um, with, my, with my current single, Forever Trey. And it's, it's it's a different sound for Boss. It's giving you almost like, a, you know, special ed slash singing slash what the fuck is going on here, though. I call it a troll song, but a song that shows a different side of me. More so the softer side of Boss. More so the side of, you know, he's being romantic or he's being a little super extra gay, you know? So that's that's what the Trade is giving. And um, it's, it's, it's doing pretty, I would say doing pretty good. You know, we've got like 10K views in a month and uh, on YouTube, it's got some good spins. It already on Apple, on Apple Music, it surpassed with streams my previous release SMGH, so I think it's uh, I think it's doing what it was supposed to do. Honey. To me, to me, it is like a troll <laughs> song. Like <laughs> I was, I was listening to it and I was like, "Yo, this What's is a troll on? song," and I love it. Even the video, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Because the girls, the girls love trade, but it's you know, we, actually, you know what? Let's 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 talk about it since we, we we're closing out the icebreaker. Um, so let's let's talk about it a little bit because the girls do love trade. So just talk about the meaning behind the song. How did you even? Where did the song come from? <laughs> Hey, you know what? I can just only just put, you know, your, your voice with your with your uh, facial expression. Like, where did this song even come from? Okay, so 
there's different levels of trade from what I've gathered myself, from what I gathered in my gay existence, okay? There's different levels of trade. There's a trade. So one level of trade would be an individual, a guy who may not identify himself with being gay, straight, nor bi. He's just himself. He's just a dude who happens to like butt or dick, whatever the case is, but he's just going to mess with you and you only. That's one level aspect of trade from what I've gathered in my gay time. Mm-hmm. The second aspect of trade, E, you following me here, daddy? I'm following you. Okay. The second level of trade would be an individual, and you may know these individuals, who say, damn, yo, like, I'm really fucked up right now. I ain't got no pot to piss and no window or car sunroof to throw it out of. You know, I'm, ribs is kind of tight. They touching. I'm hungry. What's good? You know, I come over and put his dick on you or you eat this ass, but he's can't have a few dollars. Can't have, it's a steak. That's one level of trade. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. I've, 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 I've came across that kind as well. That's and like then, the, the gay for pay, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yes. And don't get me too deep with that, okay? Because I may see some shit I'm be saying. <laughs> but the third level of trade is an individual who t- who tell you, yo, yo, Eric, yo, E, I don't need shit from you, my nigga. I don't need shit from you. But just know, all I need is you, E. All I need is you and that ass. Or I just want you to be around you. I just want to smoke with you. I'm just, I'm just crazy about only you, E. No other motherfucker, E. No other fucking dude, E. Just you, just you. That's another level of trade. He don't want no other dude but you. So he's just he's 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 not gay. He does not have sexual relations with other men. But he you, you just you just so happen to come across this this guy that y'all share this energy. Yep, I came into all three types of trade men in my gay existence. But let me take a step further for you guys out there who just begin to know who Boss is. And I'm keeping straight a thousand and one percent with you all right now. You hear me? I hear you. Let's go. I don't know if you're familiar with the pier. The New York fans, listeners of yours would know the pier, West Forth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The pier. So I, I was, I'm trying to sum it up as fast as I can, I promise you. But Eons ago, Boss was about 335 pounds in my 20s. I was a big boy. Big young man coming to myself. And I wasn't pulling motherfuckers like that, maybe how I am today. However, I would go to the pier, my little portable, you know, disc man player, my headphones on, my weed, couldn't tell me shit. My, with my little, you know, with my little four Jordans on, my little sweatpants on, and just be on the pier doing my thing by myself in my own zone. I would see these individuals, these handsome guys, get out of cars, and you know, white, you know, Mercedes, BMWs, whatever, kind of money coming to the pier smoking weed. So one day, I had a crush on a particular trade dude. He got out the car with this white man dropping back off to the pier. Got out the car, counted his money. He walked over to me and go, yo, fat boy, can I hit that? I said, what's me? Oh, me. He's a nigga the weed, my nigga the weed. I was like, oh, damn. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, fat boy. Can I hit that? Say, me? Talking to me? I like, he talking to me? What the fuck? Oh, oh, you mean the weed? Like, yeah, the weed, my nigga, the weed. I said, oh, okay. Here you go. Oh, boy. So, I mean, it makes sense for you to be a little confused. I mean, you, you were at the pier. Yeah, at the pier. And I'm again, I'm totally still green in this. I haven't had no dick yet or no ass yet. No nothing. Just me being around gay niggas. So uh, I gave him the weed. And he goes, finally, though, what's your name? I said, you know, Elijah. He goes, all right, what's up, B? And he said, uh, you hungry? I said, uh, yeah. Let's go to the pizzeria on Christopher Street and get some pizza. Walk with me. Let's go. Let's take a walk. I said, oh, man. He's like, now get your fat ass up. You could go for a walk. You need a walk, my nigga. You need a walk. So I was like, I bet. And we walked, and he was giving me attention and talking to me about just his life or just, you know, his hustle and making his money. So he bought me some pizza. He dipped off to, I guess, another John or whatever he was doing. Boom. I said, I'm going to go back out to the pit tomorrow. Hope I can see this nigga again. Same time, same place. Yet again, he's doing his thing. We walked to the pizzeria. He goes, yo, fat boy, stop wearing all these dark colors in the summertime. What's wrong with you? He I said, well, you know. You. I said, nah, you know. Yes, say it again. Eat my bag. He said, what? He was on you. Right. I said, no, you know, the black colors help me look slim. He's like, nigga, get a fucking girdle. <laughs> and start wearing some colors. Stop playing. You're not ugly. You're big, but you're not ugly. So what I do, I go home that night. I go in my fucking mom's fucking closet and have hello, you know, hello nights and whatever it is to find a fucking girdle. At that time, they didn't have man spanks like they have today. So I found me a little girl to put on and shit under my clothes so I could look a little snatched and shit like that. Snatched that waist up. I did. I did. I found a girl that could fit my fat ass. So I found one. <laughs> Next day, I stepped out there with some colors on me and shit. He like, much better. And he smiled. I smiled. But to sum it all up, he was giving me attention. This trade motherfucker was giving boss attention that I never got before. And made me actually start actually checking myself to say, yo, nigga, you got it. The end of the summer, I got that dick, though. I got him. <laughs> I got him, though. I got him. The end of the summer, I got him. And how it happened was he wanted to come back and smoke with me. And we smoked. And he put it down my fat ass. And that was that. <laughs> some trade motherfuckers, some trade. So that trade held a special place in my heart. And I never forgot him. To, I never forgot him. Never forgot him. He made me pop out. So really are you saying all of this to say that, you know, all of this kind of gave birth to your song? It did in the way it did. Because let's fast forward now a decade plus whatever may have you, uh, a decade, yes, I'm a decade person. I was now, I've had some great love in my life. I have, I had some great loves in my life, men of all aspects, some guys who were just find out who they were or find out what they want to do in their life for their career, and some guys who were solidified in who they are and 
what they were doing in their career. And some who just, in, I call the in-between, the in-between situationships where you're not, got no, you, you have no one serious, but you're kind of going, you know, dating with some, some, some a clown or a weirdo or whatever it is. Situation. So this one cat I was dealing with off and on for like four years, I call him my in-between dude. So in between, let's say I break up with a dude and I take a little time off, he'll come slide in. And we start talking just for the in-between moment of me. Okay. He's trade though. He's a trade dude. And for four years, I'm like, I've dealt with this for four years. And I'm tired. Dude can never keep his word about coming through. Dude can never keep his word about going out on a date. Just weird. And he also did help me birth the song trade. He did. And... With that being said, to spin to that troll song, because it's a fun song. It was a great, it was a great, Eric, it was a great song to get shit out. Mm-hmm. Not only the song allowed that, but I took every moment, situationship of dealing with individuals, grown men, men, great loves, loves that I should have known better, situations that I should have known better or I could have done better myself. And started journaling all that shit. Call me Anne Frank, whatever. I started journaling <laughs> all that shit. And the book of trade was birthed, man. And let me tell you what's so different with this book of trade from this gay, intelligent black man. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's not a book. It's not a book about me saying I gotta find myself. I don't know who the fuck I am as a black man or my gay black man's plight. It's not one of them books. And shout out to them authors who wrote books like that. It's not a book like that. It's a book telling you, no motherfucker. I know who the fuck I am. I'm a homo. I like I like peace my ass. Like all that shit. It's more so a book of my plight of. I'm gonna share with you my plight of. Situationships, love, fun of love, great love, funny shit, shit that, okay, boss, how the fuck you ended up with this dude who's a neurotoral fan and now he's flipping in the living room like he's a fucking ninja, butt naked. <laughs> Why are you here for? But that motherfucker body is the body of the gods. But this motherfucker got a neurotoral headband on doing backflips in his living room and saying, hold up now, I'm going to flip over your head now. Watch this, Elijah, watch this. A grown-ass man doing neurotoral flips. You got that good, good, boss. No, 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 but this, I, I mean, listen, I wouldn't tell, I don't know, though, but that motherfucker was butt naked. He said, I'm going to show you something. So this is in the book, by the way. And this is a true story. I'm, I, I can't make and What this is the name of the book again? It's called The Book of Trade. The Book of Trade. And it's on your website, too. As well, on my website, what I is on well, on the iamboss.com website, that's with a zero. If you hit the menu tab and go over to the book of trade, I release inserts from the book every so many days or weeks because I don't want to give too much because there is so much in that book. There's so much in that book. It's some funny shit. There's some shit in there that make you want to go, oh, you know what? Maybe it's it could be inspiring for the next man. So you know what? Maybe I don't want to deal with that shit like that because Bob spoke of this in the book. You do. Or, you talk about a lot of real shit and it's a little erotic too. You know what? I was on the fence with 
adding in the erotic parts, but my editor, hell, even my mom was like, we just want to know what the fuck be going down. What goes down? Why not? Give it to us all. Yeah, I think a lot of people are curious um, about us as um, gay, queer, same gender loving men. Women. Especially women. women. Yeah, I, I... a lot of women Black that I talk to, they'll be like, yeah, I'll throw on some gay porn. I like to watch um, two men, and I don't know why. It's like every time I hear them hear a woman say that, I'm like, wait, really? Like, you you into that shit, girl? Like- <laughs> yeah, I had an ex of mine. You know what? You know what? It's funny because um, the book of trade, you know, shout out to my team boss on IG. I have some, some dope young followers. My follower range runs from, from 12 up to, you know, adults. So, uh, but I got an email from a dad and I had to place a voice with this email, but he told me in the email that he walked into his son who identified as a gay young black male at 16 years old. And the son is in the bed laughing and saying, oh my gosh, what the hell? And he's like, yo, son, what's going on? What you doing over there? He said, I'm just reading a boss crazy ass page, book a trade on his website. So he goes, what? Well, send me the link. He said, in the email, he said, yo, once he got the link, he read page seven. He said, it was off the chain. He said, it was a little bit much, but he's a straight dude. However, the fact that his son was reading and he has to remind his son to read about homework was dope to him. His son, he has to remind his son to read homework and do homework. But here it is, his son is in the book, on my site, reading my inserts. All into your shit. All into my shit, being grown as hell. I said, (laughs) okay. You know, I posted your picture uh, earlier today on my social media, and there were a few questions that people had. So I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull those up. While I'm doing that, talk to me about, you use the hashtag comfortable in my skin quite a bit. I pay attention to people's bios. And I pay attention to it, baby. Yeah, I I noticed you use that quite a bit. And so talk to us about what does that mean for you, comfortable in my skin? You know, a handsome king, Mr leader of the Hung Up Podcast. Let me tell you what that means for me, okay? You ready? For a long time, for a long, long time, mm-hmm. I wasn't quite comfortable in my own skin, E. It wasn't the fact that, it was not the fact that I was a fat boy or a big boy or gay black male. Some shit I bestowed upon myself because I allowed other people thought of me to, I guess, regulate my thoughts and regulate how I should move. But once I got comfortable in my own skin on how I want to move, on how I should do things or not worry about the next motherfucker on how they doing, my greatness was beginning to shine a bit more and was beginning to blossom as it should have been but I wasted time worrying about what others thought of me. And it wasn't mm-hmm. easy. It's not easy. But now that I'm here at 25 again, hello, hi, hi. Comfortable in my own skin, 
I'm in my own skin comfortable and I don't got to explain my moves so much to anyone alone. I'm not affecting anyone or offending anyone. And you don't got to question how I should move either. You want to go for the ride or get the fuck off? Because I'm going to be comfortable in my skin and that's on everything. Yes, I love that and the confidence behind that. Thank you, E. Thank you, King. I appreciate that, King. That wasn't always easy. But once you get to that level, and this is why I tell other gay black men, listen, if you accumulated all this dopeness, all this greatness of your own place, your own house, your own money, your own vehicles, your own this, why the fuck are you sitting there worrying about somebody worrying about you gay or not? There is so many variations of us. And Boss is here to represent for the variation that may not be represented for us like that. I love that because that is literally what Hung Up Podcast is all about, is showing same gender loving men in all the flares, uh, flares, and all the flavors and all the layers um, and, and the how complex that we are. Um, mm-hmm. And that we're not a monolith and that we share, you know, our experiences differ across yeah. the board. So that's that's really cool. Thank you for that, Boz. I want to I mentioned earlier you brought up Jamba Juice. So let's get right into that, because that's mm-hmm. actually my favorite track track track. What is that? I'm sitting because I'm over here. I'm I'm feeling it, and I love the song. And I'm, I'm but I'm like, what? What is oh. Jamba Juice? I, I gotta I gotta ask you. Where did you get that I, from? It is it, it is definitely time to break down what Jamba Juice is because at first I had it as a it was a it, it was a weird truth or dare drink where we had mixed like Tangeray with some gin and some other shit, and I call it Jamba Juice. And then you with Jen or y'all playing? Yes, with some Hennessy. And that's what it was. And me and this motherfucker oh, was so in the gas. house. Gasoline. Yeah. Gasoline. And we burned the fuck up acid reflux for life after that one. But um <laughs> but real talk though, um, thank you for that. Um 
Jumbo Juice is one of my timeless pieces, I think of it. Um, I really have fun on that record. It's funny because people be like, yo, you wrote that record? I'll be like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking thought. But I love that record. Um, I'm actually, you know, when I first released that record, it was during COVID time and a lot of shit got shut down. So I wasn't able to really go out there and pump that record how it was supposed to be received and, and be out there, you know? And it's funny because my team was like, I was like, yo, you know, can it be out there now? And they were like, the fuck you, the fuck you mean? Yeah, yeah, it could be out there now. Let's, let's get it out there now again, you know? But lo and behold, Team Boss, how, how I got this, this young following, it went mini viral on TikTok and on Dub Smash. Okay. And one kid heard the record and started dancing and if you go into my IG profile on my highlights, I got these kids doing jumper juice dances. And my following started booming. It started jumping. And I had a jumper juice contest or whatever it may have you. So that's the whole birth of it all with jumper juice. But now jumper juice did have a double meaning behind underneath the song that no one got. And it's a sexual meaning. And just know that that IG influencer got some Jamba Juice last night, okay? <laughs> okay. Right on All his right, fucking I got you. Chin, chin, chin. <laughs> right on his chin, 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 okay? That's the Jamba Juice. That you Jamba Juice. That's what I thought, and I but I wanted to to hear it from the man himself here on the mm-hmm. show, and y'all, and y'all heard it. And I'm watching, I'm watching your um, highlight on your Instagram, your Jamba Juice scrolling. Challenge. Mm-hmm. Yes, I gave Team Bob And it's like way. young kids, too. So, you know, and that's the thing. When you can get young kids yep. into what you're doing and, and TikToking it and reposting it and doing all the things that the kids be doing, you know you on to something. Listen, let me tell you, and I'm not going to even be braggadocious or have a soft flex here, maybe maybe a little soft flex, but during that time, it was only like a few cats having challenges. Like it was Santana having one. No, shout out to Santana. He's dope. Um, he had a challenge going on and I had one going on at that time. And mind you, I didn't have no building behind me, no, no big old budget, nothing like that or whatever may have you. It was a few challenges going on and mine was going on at the same time. And that was dope for me being on my it level where dope. I'm at. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna put the I, hashtag in here. Jump a juice, yup. And I gave away a little bit of money for, I had, it, it was so, it, it, it went mini viral so so well, I had to have two Jumba Juice challenges. I see, I see <laughs> challenge number two. Yup. And I gave away a thousand bucks, so. We had a good time, man. We had a great time. And that is really what's up, guys. I, I love this. And you just getting involved in the children, the LGBTQ yes. plus children are yes, also going man, to get involved kids, in it. My team buys kids, you know, a lot of them are very flavorful, colorful. And, you know, I got some of their parents following me and they be like, yo, Baj, you know, we, we just love your gayism. We love what you present as a gay black male. And that's what's up. Because, again, e, we don't see many men like yourself or myself represented in the media. I know that's right. Understand what I'm saying? You are a handsome brother with a beard who got a nice voice, who may smoke a Newport or a blunt every now and then, but it's not out there. You know, like 
all we see out there right now is the ultra feminine men. And again, it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Yes, I love it. Thank you for shouting me out like that. I'm here for it. Uh, Absolutely, King, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So look, okay, so we talked about Jumba Juice. Let's Mm -hmm. see. So are you going to perform that? Let's talk about your show because you got a show coming up here in Philly. Dude, April 27th, you'll be here in Philly. Are you performing that song? Are you performing Jumba Juice? I'm performing Jamba Juice. I'm bringing the juice to Philadelphia. You know, Boss going to pull up on a city of brotherly love. Hopefully I find some brothers to love. And <laughs> yes, I'm sure you I'll wait an old day to that shit, okay? I'll wait an old day to hit that one. For I real, doubt, but... Yeah, I doubt that. Yeah, you won't have an issue with that. Hey... <laughs> But the funny thing, I'm bringing my little team um, and uh, I'm getting everybody a little own hotel rooms because, you know, boss may get, you know, beside himself, you know, but I'm still on the no sex. So the no sex thing is still in effect. So even I'm in Philadelphia, but, you know, um, I cannot wait. You know, I'm looking forward to working with this promoter. He's good. He's good people. He's dope. Mark G. Shout out to Mark G. What's up, man? And um, we're going to have a good time in Philly. And I look forward to it, you know? And then we got some Pride Festivals happening as well. So I got a Philly Pride Festival, fingers crossed, happening as well. Um, And I think we got two more. I think we have DC booked. Uh, so far, it's up in the air, though, but we got DC looking at us, and we have also Harlem or Brooklyn Pride as well. Well, you know, we're going to be following along. Make sure, um, especially to get that venue for the Philly date, April 27th, make sure y'all follow and buys on this Instagram. I mm-hmm. am B0S. S. I am B0S. S. To, to keep up with buys um, keep and make sure you're supporting them. Please do. Um, so right now, you currently have a single out, Forever Trade. The Troll song. That was the Troll song. I, yes. I got roasted on, but it was good roasting and bad roasting. But guess what? Good or bad, I was being talked about. You got roasted? Talk, where? Oh, it was so funny. Like, I, I got Teddy Riley. I got Seal. What you doing? Not uh, Teddy Riley. You do look like a real young, fine-ass version <gasps> of Teddy Riley. I do. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, <laughs> Stop it, e. I'm coming to Philadelphia now, okay? Hold up, hold up, E. But <laughs> you got your chastity belt on. Remember that. Oh, I know. I know. No fun from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. My bad. <laughs> but no, 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 no. So we have um the chastity belt. You so stupid. Okay. <laughs> but no, so I got so on Hollywood a lot, one of the biggest platforms. And shout out to Gay E. Gay E magazine had me up there as well. Shout out to Gay E yeah, magazine. Shout out to Gay E, yes. You know, um, but they had me on their page as well. Really and, really big um, LGBTQ plus um, platforms on Instagram. It, on, on IG, correct, or IG. But, um, you know, yeah. I, expected, I expected the bitches when they took shit, whatever, you know. Some was giving me love and some was talking shit, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because... That's just how it is. That's how it is. But good or bad, I was being talked about because it did what it needed to be done. And Hollywood, oh, lock, excuse me, oh no, Milan Christopher, what the fuck going on here? I got Milan, I got 
I'm not having fun here. Turn the shit off. I got, uh, oh, this is my new shit. It's the hay tray in the back for me. So <laughs> it's the hay tray, hay tray. And um, that's my part too, actually. Or I don't know if I, when I go out to work, he's still sitting there playing that NBA 2K sitting there, butt naked. That's my part as well to the song. So, um, but here's the thing. The song made it on a private burn. It made it on a private, like, roasting page. This page had about 50K followers. And I know this page, but it made it on that page. This page do not fuck with anybody. I mean, they roast everybody. Like, they roast down to the point where it make you snatch your pearls. Like, oh my gosh, like, damn, stop it. My song made it on it, and I was afraid to go in the comments. But you know what? I grabbed my. Do you my read the dick. comments like that? As you a as an artist, I'm. Do you really get into the comments? You know what, King? Yes and no, because okay. half of the comments are people on the comments just wanting to be funny. Half the time, and you got to go through that comment section. With a grain of fucking must a mustard seed. Okay? A mustard seed and go through the comments because every now and then through the comments, there are some people with their head on their shoulders talking some real shit. But most of it, people want funny shit to say or trying to put yourself or trying to put you down to make themselves feel like they say something prolific and they ain't saying a motherfucking thing. But you know what? People talked a lot about Cardi B when she first came out and look at where she is now. I think for you as an artist to be where you are, you have your single out, Forever Trade. The Troll song. The Troll song. And you have five music videos on YouTube. Oh, thank you. This is a great beginning for you. And With K's behind the views too, and his real views, by yes, the way. Yes. You know, because YouTube, YouTube don't play that shit. Right, and this is something. This is a. I think this is a great foundation for you to build on. So oh, really excited you, for you. Um, let's. Oh no, no, hold on, hold on. Don't leave yet the comments, E. So let me tell you though, I don't really read the comments too much, but on that burn page, that troll page, I wanted to read the comments. And now, what page he, is this again? This is a page, is a private page, but this page is private. But he be on some weird, like, like he roasts every celebrity to the point where he be he he think he got a third eye and be seeing shit before it happens. And there I may say some shit he called out, it happened, but um, it it it, it happened where it gave you goosebumps. Hmm. But okay. anyway, my song made it on that page. And I said, fuck that. I'm going in dick first with no protection. I'm going to see what the fuck is in about my motherfucking song. Oh, my God. You went there. E, mm-hmm. with no, I mean, fuck the condom, fuck the prep. I'm going in head first. Oh. So, okay. I went in them comments. They were living for the song, bitch. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was on the yeah. floor laughing. And they were roasting me in a positive. They're like, yo. We got to go shoot this song right now. Because it's a troll song. And if people <laughs> are taking it that serious, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, I think it's a funny song. It's a catchy song. And. <laughs> a, but you got it, though. You got it, right, E? 
Yes, absolutely. But they were going up for your boy. And that that right there, when I saw it, them 50 comments talking shit like Teddy Riley Jr., you better go off. Yo, this is my new jam. I'm going Teddy over Riley, They right calling now. you Teddy Riley. I, I think that shit is so funny. I'm about to fucking do a, a, a boss jam in a minute. Jam. You oh, look amazing, dude. though. I love the picture um, that I posted of you earlier oh. today um, with your head and your, and your um, it's like a, a fur coat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's leopard or yeah. cheetah. Yeah. And um, you just, you look great and you have really good style. Oh, um, thank you. Again, you all, make sure you check Boz out at IMB0S. Let's get into some of these um, comments because when I posted your picture and told the people you were the team boss pull up on your ass, they really did. I'm like, oh my god, these people they 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 like have a lot of questions. Okay, Okay. I'm gonna pick a few and we'll close out this conversation. I really enjoyed this with you. Oh, Eric, you're everything. This is bar none, my best interview to date. Thank you so much, King, for sharing your platform with me. But let's get into these questions first, though, King. Your handsome stuff. I love this picture of you. I'm going to hang up on my wall at night. Oh, uh, wait. No, you got your date tonight. You can't hang it no, up. No, when he leave, he, he, he'll live here. All right. Be careful. I'm, I'm, not try, I'm not trying to, you know, block your shit. Oh, no, no, no. They're they going to happen, though. But I, I keep it in my phone for now. How about that? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Ditto. How about that? All right, let's get into some of these comments. So, um, oh shit, here we go. But, Team Bossy, yes. <laughs> um, what inspired you to make music? Music was my getaway, my mental getaway escape from reality. That's what it was. At first, it was more so of just me fucking around, dicking around, um, trying to be in the cool kid. We be the cool kid, whatever. So whatever. Uh, but um, wanted to be a cool kid. Wanted to be, and um, I wanted to roll with a group. I felt it was a way for me to be around the boys and, you know, look at the boys, because they rap. I want to rap with the boys and be around the boys and shit like that. And um, I stopped for a while because many may not know, and some try to scold me with this tea, but I have adopted children that I raised that I was had to stop and stop, stop and start my music craft because I wanted to raise these kids who needed a home and I did that and then they grown now and do me now so that's what it is that's amazing thank you so much King yep. and, uh, and a lot of girls who may know my tea or who dated me try to run with that though but let me tell you something right now unless you're going to walk them out in my size 45 and a half shoes <laughs> it's a bit more to just raising an animal or taking care of yourself. And it's not always about a bag either. Sometimes you got to give and do stuff bigger than yourself sometimes mm-hmm. and have a tie to the world. Now today, they may not think boss, dad ain't the best, but I sacrificed the best and gave the best to them. You gave them your best. and I, I think- gave them my best, okay? Yeah. So girls want to talk shit or they know my shit or my tea or whatever, that's fine. And you can have that. But guess what? I'm good over here. And at the end of the day, I have a tie to the world over here. There it is. But yes, okay. it's just fine with music. Go ahead. Continue. What's next? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you ever want to go on tour? Oh, yes. I mean, um, I of course, I, I hate... 
pre-ejaculated and talking about stuff before it happens, but <laughs> I may be over in the West Coast this summer as well. Oh, love it over there. San Fran, yes. LA, all of it. San Fran, knocking, they calling me, baby. It's beautiful over there. I was over there not too long ago. I love it. Yes, you give me LA vibes and West Coast vibes, though, Eric. You, that's mm-hmm. what you give me. I love it over there. I really do. You know, you give me that. I feel like though, I fit you... right in. <laughs> no, no, you fit. I mean, your vibes, your frequencies, your essence, just your caliber of black essence, black gay essence, does give me West Coast vibes all day, every day. Thank you, Boz. Oh, it's mm-hmm. on the record. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it yes. here on the Hunger Podcast, but it is. Yes. Um, will you be adding to your team? Is another question. I'm gonna have to, y'all, because the team I have right now, because they begin tired of my shit. <laughs> they be like, girl, what is you going through? Like, what's what we gotta do now? Shit. Oh, you okay. Know? So you mean you're getting busier, and so yes, I am. You're, well, I mean that's kind of natural, right? You're you're growing. You're doing the damn <sighs> thing. Let you're, me tell you right now. What you, when when you go out to San Fran, you're gonna need you're gonna need the people to be there and support you, and you're gonna need that. Uh, e, you, e, got this. you got this. Guys. E, you know because e, guess what, bitch? Let me tell you right now, my brother. Guess what? If I could find a plane, I would. But I'm realizing as I get older, mature, wiser with this whole entertainment bullshit, what I got going on. And by the way, we got the Forever Trade short film coming out hopefully at the end of this year. The short oh, word? Film. Yes, oh. sir. Yes, sir. I got some dope actors for that. I I'll cannot wait to see this. <laughs> okay. Woo. Because you be playing games, like, in, in a good way. I love it. It's, like, funny, and I just, and it's something to always look forward to. Like, you just, Baby. you give that. Yeah. But I will say this. And to all those who think they could do it themselves, you can't. And I took it to myself, too. I can't. So being real with myself, again, what again, E? Reflection on yourself and being real with yourself will always set you free, my nigga. So guess what? I realize a bitch need help. I do. You know what? That is so real. That's so real because we try to do everything. And it's low-key being a control freak. Um, and sometimes it's it's a little difficult to be vulnerable and let go and allow other people to have a hand in your craft, especially something that you is so near and dear to you. You understand what I'm saying? And it's precious to you. So you just it don't... Is. You know what I'm saying? Erica Badu said, I'm sensitive about my shit. And I mean, I think that's very... That's across the board for most creators. Um, and so... I'm I'm really I'm proud of you and and I applaud you for allowing yourself to be vulnerable as you enter into this new space and as you're doing more traveling you're doing more shows you 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 have more visibility um and you got the you got the Twitter and the OnlyFans niggas coming over and doing what they need Baby, to do. Listen, I'm like oh shit I'm somebody now I got the motherfuckers with the big platforms want to fucking eat my ass out now. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, and again, like let's yeah. Me, gotta, it, remember who the fuck past, you are, yo. Remember e, who the fuck you are. That's okay. right. I'm. It goes back to that to that fat nigga on the train to where I'm at today. 
because you was getting it back then too. But you just I mean, had you that that man had to remind you and kind of give so. you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I think that's the story that so a lot of us are familiar with. I mean, honestly, mm, you know, honestly, I don't think so. Yes, you know, I was just actually. Let's see. This was maybe a few weeks ago. I was talking about it here on my podcast. Just the um, when we were young, you know, we were 16, sometimes 15, 16, and we were dating 27, 30 year old mm. men. And at that time, yes, it didn't true. feel wrong. You know what I mean? But hindsight is 2020. You look back at that like, oh, shit, that was kind of like fucked up. But if we're being honest, a lot of these situations, and I talked about my personal situation, this mm-hmm. man showed me so much and taught me so much about the life that I would have never known because my parents couldn't do that for me. You understand? Hello. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just That's like, right. I never saw him as a predator, even though, I guess. Yeah, you know, fuck. The, oh, absolutely. Fuck down. Yes. Fuck the dick and everything. Fuck your dick and everything. Yeah. I mean, we did we did everything. I mean, he really yeah. fun, showed fun me. He was, yeah, he was like the person who introduced me to a lot. And I was, you know, young and I did fuck shit. Like, I, <laughs> I've done like fuck shit. I think we all kind of need that space when we're young. And he put up with my shit. I put up with his. We spent a lot of time together. And, um... It's just it's just interesting thinking about that because so many same gender loving queer and gay black men um, have experienced that dating older people dating an older oh man. yes yes and I know we gotta wrap up pretty soon though but after that trade dude who helped me who assisted me with the pop out that summer later on that summer I started talking to a guy who was forty years old and I was like twenty one. 20 and I was of age, but 40 years old, he looked good for his age. He had 11, and never forget him, he had 11 fingers and two full time jobs. Bring him 100k, he had 11 fingers and he had two full time jobs. Bring him 100k each full time job. He was rolling though, and so random. He was dope. And how I, how I never forget him is not only because he had 11 fingers, OE, but. We went to a place called Atlantic City. I don't know if you guys know about that place. In Jersey? Yes. Atlantic yeah. City. Yeah. Yes. So we, we, we had an overnight date to Atlantic City. He picked me up from, from Brooklyn and we went to go to Atlantic City overnight. And I never forgot what the fuck he told me this day. So I so finally we got in the hotel and it's time to get naked and get in the bed. And I got naked and I got myself undressed in the bathroom. And this motherfucker looked at me and said, oh, wow, with your clothes on, you're so tight. <laughs> and I what? said, with your clothes on, you're so tight. Now, now, remind you with the story, I knew about girdles back from my trade on the pier. Did you have I a girdle with, on? I had a girdle on in Jersey. <laughs> so when I took it off, the nigga was like, wow, what a difference. <laughs> but he didn't know how to say it in a nice way. But he grew me to say, 
hey, by the way, you don't need that around me. You can be your fat self. <laughs> and that has stayed with you. And you probably have really carried that in so many different ways. You carried did, that throughout your point. life. Because that's 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 that that affirmation and that reassurance that you can be yourself. I accept you for who you are. Correct. Absolutely correct. And, and that's uh, with so many of us, if not everybody. That's just what you're looking for. That's what we're looking for. Love. That's what one of us need. E. We need that. E. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. We need that. So, oh man, this. I mean, this has been so much fun, hasn't this it? This has been really dope, guys. <laughs> and I can't wait to put the episode out on the Hung Up Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, well, no, Before e. you leave, is there anything mm-hmm. that you want to leave the people with? I do want to leave the people with that. I think Eric Hunger Podcast, the frequencies are just so amazing. Eric, I think you're so dope. Thank you for sharing your platform with me as well, King. I really do appreciate that. Um, not it's, it's weird because, you know, in, in our culture, in our gay Black culture, many of us don't support each other, good, bad, or indifferent. We don't want to support each other. And that's kind of hard. It's kind of weird. But that's okay because for those who want to support you, you rock with them and vice versa. And you build with them. Yes. And you build with them. You never know. You never know what can happen with somebody tomorrow, how they could just be up and they stuck. And be like, you know what, E-Podcast, he put me on his shit. You know what, Gay E-Magazine, IG, they put me on their shit. Jason Lee, you know what, that motherfucker put me on his shit. And you don't forget shit like that. Matter of fact, shout out to fucking Robbie World on IG. Robbie World put me on his shit. Matter of fact, Big Frida put me on her shit. Yeah. People, I I fuck with those who want to fuck with me. And now that I'm comfortable in my skin, I don't go out that fucking circle. I don't go out that circle. Not circle, but that circle. My circle of who is going to mess with me just for the stress. Mm-hmm. And now my king, Handsome King Eric hung up podcast. You're part of my circle. And just know one thing for sure. When this shit get released and I share it, it's going to be motherfuckers running to you. <laughs> okay? Good, Listen. better. Running to you to now want to do an interview. And tell them this. Buy sent you. Yesterday's price and today's price, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love you, Baj. Your energy is just so crazy and <laughs> so cool. I cannot wait to see you. Philly cannot wait to see you. Oh, you better April post that April 27th. Show. Yes, I'm definitely hey. gonna I'm gonna post it so that the people know <laughs> April 27th. Again, I'm hung up. Let the people know where they can find you and follow uh, you on social media. Yeah. I am boss. AKA Boss. Follow me on IG, y'all, at I am Boss. That's with a zero, not with a z- Oh, I'm sorry. That's with a zero, not with a O. I am Boss. Or on my website, I am Boss.com. The same principle, y'all. That's with a zero, not with a circle. Shit, I'm fucking drunk, but you know what I'm trying to say. That's with a zero. I am Boss with a zero. S.com. Pull up. Check out the book of trade entries. Get into it. Get off to it. And just let me know what y'all think. Subscribe, y'all. For real. Fuck with me. For real. I'm real shit, man. You are, boss. What you drinking on over there? I got me some Ciroc apple and some um, uh, cranberry and shit. Cranberry juice apple together, oh, you know? 
Yes. Yes, I'm feeling really nice right now. I'm floating. I'm about to get my pretty ass out of this fucking door and go catch up with my fucking IG influencer, Twitter influencer, and go grab his fucking dick. His ass. I'm going to grab them both of that tonight. That motherfucker again. I'm telling you. Let me stop. Let me stop. Right here. Yeah, okay. I, love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so oh, much for being here, Boz. Oh, Eric, you, you're an awesome king. Thank you so much for sharing your for sharing your platform with a nigga like me. And I appreciate that. I won't forget this ever. Thank you all so much for listening. And Boz, thank you for dialing into the Hunger Podcast. You can find this podcast by searching at Hunger Pod. That's H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D on your favorite podcasting and social media platform. I'm your host and producer, Eric Cole. Y'all have a great week. And we'll talk soon. Peace. With my new drip, Louboutin, snake skins, cold, but still lit. Blunted, the neck, for spit. I'm blunted, hashish, purple mint. Hey, I'm on that grown man status. Your opinion to me, trying to please, don't matter. I'm crooked with a 12:30 flow. That means it's straight. I can't debate. It's a go. Fuck with the jumbo juice, sip on the jumbo juice. Fuck with the jumbo juice, sip on the jumbo juice. Fuck with that jumbo juice, sip on the jumbo juice. Fuck with that jumbo juice, sip on the jumbo juice. Fuck with that jumbo juice. On the jumbo juice, fuck with that jumbo juice. Sip on that jumbo juice, fuck with that jumbo juice. Sip on the jumbo juice, fuck with that jumbo juice. Sip on the jumbo juice. Tags in like a wrestler. Let me tell you what the jumbo juice is all made of. Grab that juice, say, but Hennessy with some lime stirring to the right. You wanna walk on the wild side? Add some gin, double shot, mix it in. Have you stumbling? Fiend from all. You and Earl passed out on the floor.